killing the world as they prove to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm killing, I'm always proving it's the same. Yeah, the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes. Very informative. When I'm home, Tim, I'm always tuned in for days. He has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home, Tim, in the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. so much so much wild in him aggressive in him and when they teammate each other they want to go out here and be big bullies too i told you the caucasian man when he on the police force he is a big bully man and especially when he with his boy then they then they sit up here and them beat somebody up and then go drink a beer and all this this is how we got to us men us black men are man of hue. We got to stick together, man. We got to stick together from this right here. And oh, there you go with that white folk stuff. And you always this. And you always that. Okay. If you can't feel the way I feel, then, you know, we on a different saying, different page. You go your way, and I'll go my way. But let's analyze this situation right here, fam. And then you can and then you can see what's going on. What's your analyzation? In his own house. That's exactly what happened. Here's a video. This your property? No, man. This your property. No, man. This your property. No, man. Nope. It's gonna be my property. You know it, bro. officer telling his dog to bite the man. It's four of them. Right? One of them snatched the, the thing off his house and broke it. And the other one got the dog sickened on him. These are, this is colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK right here, y'all. This is how they implement fear in us as men and as women. Because we allow this law system to do this. They've been doing this all this time. The Bible said nothing new is under the sun. But I'm going to let y'all hear this and, and, and go on. But I just want y'all to know who it was. It was four white cops. And one white cop got a damn tattoo. I thought you ain't supposed to be showing your tattoos when you out there in the public office. 
You know how they doing all this little slick stuff now, not going with policy, but going with feelings. So if we gonna analyze, is this policy, police procedure? Oh, he could have just answered the question. He, if you ain't under the rest, you ain't got to answer no question. If I, if I don't have the right to talk to you and you don't expect me of a crime, or, or if I had, I'm in process of doing the crime and whatever, we don't have no conversation. Right is right and wrong is wrong. Let's analyze, fam. Stop! I got no coach. We're resisting! Get him! Get him! We're resisting! Bro, I give up. Come on, man. I got no coach. Yes, I live here. Just come on, man. Come on, bro. Lay down. Come on, bro. Come on, man. I live here. Get the fuck Get down. I'm trying. Take your breath. I'm down, bro. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. What you just saw was not an arrest. That was an attack. There's more. Let me give you the background to the insanity that you just witnessed. Let's put up full mass, Mr. Marvin Long. According to his lawyer, Mr. Marvin Long was illegally arrested, brutalized, mauled by a canine intentionally. You just saw it. By members of the Sheffield Police Department in Sheffield, Alabama. This took place on June 17th, 2021. The video of the arrest has just... See, so, some of the brothers in Alabama, all y'all brothers in Alabama need to step up. You got these hee-haw clowns out here that want to be in the police force and, 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 and harass and, and beat up citizens because they got that bad. They supposed to be upholding the law, but they gangsters. They bullies. This is why America got to fall, y'all. What is straight, it cannot be crooked. And then you got all these police. I ain't never seen this. I had black police. That's why I say, I'm not going to say. We're going to analyze people. Now come to light, and we are the first to have it. Long is being represented by attorneys Harry Daniels and Roderick Van Daniel. Those men care deeply about justice. Daniels provided background on the arrest to indisputable. On the day in question, he says, Mr. Long was in his home when he noticed a police car in the road. Being a concerned neighbor, he went outside to see what was going on. He stood by a marked police car that was blocking the road while he observed the police execute a search warrant on a house down the street. Subsequently, the police emerged from his neighbor's house from down the street with two individuals in custody. The police approached the marked police car that was blocking the roadway with the two individuals. Upon approach, one officer told Mr. Long that he could leave and to get away from his car. Mr. Long adhered to the lawful order and uh, to the lawful order and moved away from the marked vehicle. Mr. Long and the officer exchanged profanity to one another. Mr. Long walked back to his house. I was on his porch the officers approached him. The video now speaks for itself as to what happened next. Mr. Long was charged with obstruction and resisting arrest on his own property. On his own property, at home. You see, man, you see, this is what they put. This is the, the little shakedown that they do. This is why we as black men got to stop the shakedown. You know, you can't be strong if we ain't strong together. And these people seeing us weak men and we're not weak, but we're not strong in unity. This is what they do to us, man. Let's analyze. As you can see from the video, no obstruction of any kind took place. Notably, in Alabama, a person has the right to resist an unlawful arrest so long no force is used to resist the arrest. As noted from the statute below, to be convicted of resisting arrest, the arrest has to be a lawful arrest. In this case, the arrest was unlawful, and the only resistance Mr. Long gave was holding on for his dear life to the fixture on his porch that eventually broke. Mr. Long is awaiting jury trial on his charges. They never dropped them. Let's put him up. One of the arresting officers, Lieutenant Dotson, the officer. Now, Lieutenant 
Docs in Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Lieutenant Dotson. See, you get these white hillbilly Ku Klux Klan white boy to come out here and sit out here and terrorize us as a, as a nation, y'all. These are the terror terrorizer of the nation. And then the police force and the police union back these guys up like they didn't do wrong. Let's hear some more of it. Remember that name, y'all. Y'all go out there and protest and send letters and let them know they on they on alert. They've been watched. And y'all need to go out there and start protesting and, and, and getting the people who y'all elect to, to be over these people. Either they're going to do the right thing or get them out of there, man. Who arrested Mr. Long has now been arrested himself for assault on another person, unrelated case. Lieutenant Dotson White has been charged with reckless endangerment, menacing, third-degree assault, and harassment in an unrelated case. White rage. to be charged in this one as well. We are calling for charges to be affixed to Lieutenant Dotson. Also, we'll keep Lieutenant Dotson up. You saw two other individuals in that video. Sergeant Nick Reisner of the Sheffield Police Department the one who had the dog. According to my sources. Yeah, this is a white bald head dude was sick of the dog on my man. Why you gonna see, this is what they was doing during slavery time when our brother was running for their life and they sicking dogs on them. Then when they get caught up with us, then they sick, sick the dogs on us to eat us up raw or whatever. This is what they do, man. What's in the dark comes to the light. What was in the past is in the future. And this has never stopped. They never stopped this um, police brutality. They never did. So why are y'all keep going for the shit? If we all united as one, one unit, ain't nobody in this world can stop us. Because we got the most high on our backs, in our rim, forcing our walk. Let's see another one. Remember those names, bro. He actually died because he was shot and killed in an unrelated incident. Woo! Sergeant Nick Rock. So, so, so he said that dude died. The, 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 what the most high, what the most high do, with the what the most high do, y'all, is turn your wickedness on you. He must have been doing a whole bunch of nakedness, wickedness. So we gonna, we, I'll rewind it, let y'all hear it, and I'm gonna analyze it. Has been charged with reckless endangerment, menacing, third degree assault, and harassment in an unrelated case. He needs to be charged in this one as well. We are calling for charges to be affixed to Lieutenant Dobson. Also, we'll keep Lieutenant Dobson up. You saw two other individuals in that video. Sergeant Nick Reisner of the Sheffield Police Department, the one who had the dog. According to my sources, he actually died because he was shot and killed in an unrelated incident. Sergeant Nick Reisner was shot in the line of duty in Muscle Shoals. Lieutenant Dobson was also shot in that same incident, the one you're looking at. He's the one that arrested Mr. Long. These are bad individuals, okay? The victim, Demarcus Key, alleges that on December 23rd, 2022, off-duty Dobson, this is talking about the crimes he's already accused of, hit him multiple times in the mouth and the nose, causing swelling and bruises. He also alleges that Lieutenant Dobson pointed a gun at him. It was over conduct directed toward my daughter. It turned physical, and I defended myself. Dobson told Times Daily. That's all I can say about it. Harry Daniels and Roderick Van Daniel are also representing that victim as well. Sheffield Police Chief Ricky Perry. Uh, Terry, put him up. So that's old Ricky. Ricky Terry said that Dobson will be placed on administrative leave 
At this time, it is unknown whether this will be paid or unpaid. Now, I want to give you some nuance here. Look at the timeline. If they would have decided to say, you're fired when they assaulted the black male on his own property, maybe you don't get some of this other criminality against the community later. You see that badge coupled with psychopathic tendencies is a bad combination. We're going to follow this story as it continues. All of a sudden, police chief and the executives are starting to do the right thing, suspending, investigating, charging. Should have happened on day one. What they did to this man was an attack. Could have killed him. See, fam, we got to realize how these people playing with our minds and our emotions and stuff like this. You know, because if we don't realize that these people playing with us like this, then we're going to be end up in a bad situation. You know, they got the IFM, new global currency just coming out. They trying to get implemented. But if y'all go for it, man, just like our forefathers went for it, we're going to still be ending up in the same position, man. And I know y'all tired of being in the same position. I know that. But when we going to be able to realize that we still in prisoner of war, we still, we still being treated like doo-doo, and the thing is it, when our forefathers had Black Wall Street and jumping off, they didn't need the Caucasian man help. They did it themselves. They didn't really need the wealth or the money of the Caucasian, but they were staying in America, and that's just how it ran. But they was doing their thing. We can do our thing, man. We never did it. We never did it for a long, 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 long time. When we gonna do it? When we gonna stop hating each other, man? Because Willie Lynch put that curse on curse on y'all to do that. Deceiving each other. When when is we gonna have that brotherly love again, that brotherly love spirit? Because if we don't change our mindset and and while we at this churning point in the world, see, this, while we on this churning point in the world, we need to get off this churn, y'all. Because if we don't get the, off this churn, our children, our grandchildren, our great-great-grandchildren are going to be in a bad situation. You know, the Bible say, if you save your life, you will lose your life. If you lose your life, in the name of my sake, your life will be spared. And a whole lot of y'all is sitting down here trying to save your life. Trying to not to be uncomfortable. See, when you're trying not to be uncomfortable, you're not going to learn a whole lot of situation about life. Because you already settled for the American dream. KKK, colonialism, and white supremacy. That is the American dream. Now, these people putting us on a loophole, a chokehold, and all these other things. And the main thing, y'all sit up here and think we put, it is a game. We got all our young women are not doing the right thing. But the most I say, a whole lot of y'all going to have to perish. And I see it, man, and it hurts my heart to see this. Because half of these, half of the people that I see, I'm like, oh, Lord. That's why the Bible be saying pray for them. Because they don't know what's going to happen. And the ones that are so ignorant and stuck up all up in this American way and don't know no better. I pray the most high, just open up your heart, man. Open up your spirit. Because if you don't, it's a whole situation up in here. You know, I'm sorry that I was chosen to be the man of the, 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 the bear, bears bad news. And I'm the man of the, that bears good news. But the bad news right now is, hey, 
We need to get ourselves together. Because we on this turning point, and if we ain't get on get off this turning point, it's a situation. And if we don't get off this situation, man, oh man. So what you talking about, Faith? So what you talking about? When you talking about getting off this turning point. So you see how everybody is leaving the American money, right? That's the mindset as we as black people, Native Indian people, and Latino people that's in our nations should be doing. We should be drafting back into our own thing. That the most I said is going to happen. He said when he, when he was talking about those sticks, he said when he separated, and then he tell them to join them together because we're going to be joined together together as a nation and if you don't believe it that's on you you already seen all so so what the bible prophecies are manifesting the bible is full of bible prophecies man but y'all don't even understand that you know we too much in to don't want to change or i'm so evil that i want to stick the way be the person i am because somebody done hurt you, I'm the person I am because I done got hurt. Everybody been hurt. Everybody got played. Everybody going through the okie doke. Well, we shouldn't even take it out on the people that's trying to love you and try to open up your mind and heart. Shake your head. They don't know what they do. But if we don't get into this mindset, brothers, if we don't get into this mindset, sisters, our children, our grandchildren, our great-great-grandchildren, it's not going to have no future. They're going back into hard slavery. Because we are prisoner of war. This is what y'all fail to realize. Why are we going to keep on being prisoners of war when it's time to get out of the prisoners of war and we already know who we are we're the true children of God but y'all work they, they worked y'all with that COVID sh- and, y'all, and y'all went for it so are y'all gonna go for this what you talking about Faith go for this alright let's analyze Fund just announced their plan to launch a revolutionary digital currency called Unicoin. This futuristic currency is poised to take over the global banking system, leaving national currencies like the dollar in the dust. But what does this mean for everyday folks like us? Is this a financial revolution or a subtle form of monetary tyranny? Some experts warn of the IMF's sinister plan for control and domination, sparking concerns about financial sovereignty. Buckle up, because the launch of the Unicoin is going to shake up the world of finance like never before. I'm Gary Franchi, your freedoms at stake at the news that impacts America. Tap subscribe right now and help us to preserve it. Are we on the verge of a dystopian future where the government controls every aspect of our lives? The latest developments in the financial world suggest that we may be just a few steps away from this nightmare. The IMF has made a major announcement of a new central bank digital currency, and it's been admitted that the digital euro will be used to control humanity. This revelation has left millions of people across the world scared and vulnerable. The International Monetary Fund, or the IMF, has announced its plan to introduce a central bank digital currency called the Universal Monetary Unit, or UMU. And according to the IMF, this digital currency is designed to enforce banking regulations and protect the financial integrity of the international banking system. However, critics are warning that the UMU is just a tool for governments to control people's finances and step up surveillance. The IMF's latest move towards financial globalism is just another insidious attempt to control our lives. The UMU will track our every financial move and give the government the power to monitor every transaction that we make. Are you ready to live in a world where every financial decision you make is monitored and controlled by the government? 
The IMF wants to make it a reality in their latest scheme. ECB President Christine Lagarde's admission that a digital euro will be used to control the payments people can make validates the fears of the UMU critics. Lagarde revealed that the digital euro would be used in a limited way, hinting at the government's aim to control our financial transactions. Watch. Uh, you're in introducing the electronic euro, as I know. Yeah. So, yeah. how can I... Um, how can switching to an electronic currency help? Well, two things. Number one, it will be decided in October. So we are preparing the ground. We want to be ready. Um, we want to be trained, but it will not be decided until October 23. Mm -hmm. The reason I'm personally convinced that we have to move ahead is a situation like the one we are in now. We are mm -hmm. dependent on the supply of gas by a, a very unfriendly country. Mm -hmm. I don't want Europe to be dependent on an unfriendly country's currency. For instance, I don't know, you know, the Chinese. You see, you see, they doing all this because the Bible says the pride of their heart. They done messed it up, and I done read you the scriptures on how how they wise people are not there anymore and all this. So they they want to go into a cryptocurrency. So this is a, her excuse for doing what she's doing. Not because of how the people or the people in this world feel. They want to put all these policies on them. I don't understand where all these strong white Caucasian people lie that's not giving her the, the giving her the business she's a part of the business and the people who dealing with her is a part of the business where's your righteousness at where's you gonna do the right thing before the most high come a lot of people don't like the truth man but because you don't like the truth and the truth make you uncomfortable you better get un you better be comfortable with the truth because that's gonna be reality man We've been in this fantasy world for so long and we just want to be able to do or just be a sheep and go in and take orders from somebody who don't give a UCK about us. See, this is the mindset of how Caucasian people thinking, man. And they ain't, and make it so bad, they're not the majority of the, the majority of the people in this world is the, got hue in them. The, the people who don't have no hue in them doing all, got all the business and making all these noises and stirring up people to be like them. Let's analyze currency, the Russian currency, the whatever. Now we have in Europe this threshold above 1,000 euros, you cannot pay cash. If you do, you're on the gray market. So you take your risk. You get caught, you are fined, or you go in jail. But, you know, the, the, the digital euro is going to have a limited amount of control. There will be control. You're right. You're completely right. We are considering whether for very small amounts, you know, anything that is around. They say you could be controlled. So now that's what I'm telling y'all women. Y'all got to you see you, you listening to this woman, how you going to control, how you going to be in the business of making noise. And, and they said how you can do things. And then. The, the credit thing is not, the dollar bill ain't backed up by nothing. And what you think this of currency is backed up by your behavior? The way, the way you see things, the way you believe, the way and everything else. So how is that? How you going to get paid, y'all? How, 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 how you going to want to go up here on the trip? And, and, and do your lavish stuff and spend your money and get your hair done and get your masseuse and all that. The bus ride is almost over, women. You rode a good ride with the Caucasian man, but you better get off that bus and come to us, man. The real righteous people.
the people who is want to save their, their, their nation, the people who want to uh, identify you with the Most High and warn you what the Most High is prepared to do. You can be in all in your own feelings, but at the end of the day, your feelings gonna be your your feelings gonna be compromised, or your feelings gonna be on point. Let's analyze. 300, 400 euros, we could have a mechanism where there is zero control. The IMF's push for a central digital currency is not about strengthening the international monetary system, but rather about complete government control over our finances. The UMU functions like a central bank digital currency and will be linked to digital wallets that are tied to bank accounts through SWIFT codes. The purpose of the digital currency is to create a global money commodity that will facilitate cross-border payments modeled after SWIFT. The IMF is promising real-time settlement and wholesale exchange rates while bypassing the correspondent banking system. These promises might sound appealing, but they do come at a high cost, the loss of individual financial independence. The IMF's push for a digital central bank currency is being justified by the slow, expensive, and risky nature of the current cross-border payment system. However, the real motivation behind this push is clear. Tighter government control over our finances. The UMU is just another step towards the government's ultimate goal of complete control over our lives. Now, opponents of CBDCs claim that it will pave the way for introducing social credit scores, digital IDs, the mark of the beast, and ultimately complete government control over our assets and spending. Unlike decentralized crypto and cash, the UMU is designed to be fully under government control and will herald the end of private financial affairs and lead to even more surveillance by the authorities. The IMF's Universal Monetary Unit is another attempt by financial globalists to control our lives. The UMU is designed to facilitate complete government surveillance over our finances and limit our financial independence. Instead of being a tool for strengthening the international monetary system, it will lead to the end of financial privacy, the rise of government control, and lay the groundwork for the fulfillment of Bible prophecy as the mark of the beast. As a conservative, you should be wary of the IMS latest scheme to control your money. The UMU is not the solution, but the beginning of a much bigger problem. It's time to reject the UMU and fight for financial freedom. Let's continue the conversation in the comments below for the next news network. up this phase just trying to holler at y'all see what's going on had a lot on my mind reminiscing trying to figure out these things that are going on my mind trying to figure out some puzzles i'm not here to start nothing i ain't trying to start nothing just got some things that i want to get done some things that i want to get solved some things i want to enlighten myself with so maybe y'all take a time and to get the opportunity to stop by and listen to my thoughts. Hope so. Very intellectual. So, if you get time, just holler at me. I'm reminiscing all in my room, just trying to figure out a whole lot of things. Until then, y'all have a great day, and thank you for coming in and listening to me. Thanks. Just talk, can we just talk, talk about how we're coming, before we get lost, let me out thoughts, can't get what we do without knowing. city in Islam has been swarmed by a catastrophic plague of locusts during the holy month of Ramadan. But is this just a freak of nature or a divine intervention? Something remarkable happened in the just concluded fast of Muslims at Mecca. Many people consider it a prophetic sign while others think it's a miracle. I'm going to show you all the videos associated with this event. Locusts invaded Mecca, the most holiest site in Islam. This happened at the end of their holiest month, Ramadan. 
In this video, you can see people reacting to the inconvenience of the insect on people. It's all over the floor. It's not a good sight to behold. It is all over the place. They are moving in groups in numbers. So what is really going on here? This is an infestation. But why here? Why Mecca? Why just after the fast? If you don't know, Ramadan is a month of fasting and prayer and reflection for the community of Muslims around the world. They abstain from eating, drinking, smoking, or anything that's impure or excessive from dawn until sunset. It's one of the five pillars of Islam, and Mecca is the most holiest site in Islam because Muhammad, the founder of Islam, was born in Mecca. And it is toward this religious center that Muslims turn five times daily in prayer. It is expected that all devoted and able Muslims attempt a Hajj, pilgrimage, to Mecca at least once in their lifetime. Also, the great mosque of Mecca, known as the Masjid al-Haram, is home to the Kaaba. The Kaaba, the black cube, is the most sacred site in Islam, known as the sacred Beit Allah, House of God. It is located at the heart of the sacred mosque, Masjid al-Haram in Mecca, Saudi Arabia. The Kaaba is believed by Muslims to have been built by Abraham and Ishmael. It is one of Islam's holiest sites and the direction of prayer for all Muslims. Every year during the Ramadan season, many people come to celebrate and partake in the fast. So, why would locusts invade such a holy site? It is a question in the heart of many. This is because in Islam, in Christianity, Judaism, and Buddhism, locust infestation is considered a sign of judgment or punishment. The Bible and the Quran, the holy books of two of the most followed religions on earth, have described and referred to locusts as menacing and strong creatures that bring misery to those facing its wrath. So is this a sign of punishment or judgment in Mecca? Muslims online believe it is a miracle. What do you think this is, a miracle or a sign of punishment? In the Quran, verse 133 of chapter 7 says, So we let loose upon them the flood and the locusts and the lice and the frogs and blood, all explicit signs, but they were too arrogant. They were a sinful people. Here the Quran says it's a plague. First, it talks about the flood. Videos of flooding in Mecca have been circulating the internet, which you can see here. Torrential rain accompanied by hailstorms and flash flood in Mecca. And now low cost? Yet they say it is a miracle? But the Quran says it is not a miracle. It even says the people were arrogant and sinful. When God was dealing with Pharaoh, he told him in the book of Exodus, chapter 10, verse 4, if you refuse to let them go, I will bring locusts into your country tomorrow. You already know the story of how Pharaoh refused to let the children of Israel go. And one of the punishments God brought on Egypt was an invasion of locusts. Exodus chapter 10, verse 12 says, And the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over Egypt, so that locusts swarm over the land and devour everything growing in the fields, everything left by the hail. In the Bible, the book of Nahum, chapter 3, verse 15 says, There the fire will consume you, the sword will cut you down, they will devour you like a swarm of locusts, multiply like grasshoppers, multiply like locusts. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 38 says, You will sow much seed in the field, but you will harvest little, because locusts will devour it. This, in fact, establishes that locusts have been known to wreak havoc for a very long time. The visitation of locusts is not something to celebrate or a miracle. It should be a time of reflection. It is a warning that something is wrong. Now, this isn't the first time that Mecca has been infected with some type of bug. Just a couple of years ago, in 2019, a locust actually infested the site. Here's a video from January 14th, 2019, that says, A swarm of what appears to be locusts descend in a flurry on the Grand Mosque in Mecca, Saudi Arabia. The flood is a warning, and the locust is also a warning. Even the Quran says that. And the fact the flood happened while the pilgrim was ongoing and at the end of the fast locust invaded these places really calls for a sober reflection that something is wrong somewhere. How was your weekend? If you have savings in an American bank or if you work for an American bank, chances are you spend the last few days worrying about your finances. That's because another U.S. bank has collapsed. We're talking about the First Republic Bank. 
It is the second largest bank failure in American history and the third bank failure since March this year. First Republic has been teetering for weeks now. Two months back, it got a cash injection. 11 banks came together to save it. They injected $30 billion into First Republic, but the bank could not be saved. So this weekend, American regulators made some tough decisions. They took over First Republic and now JP Morgan Chase will take over its assets. This has triggered more uncertainty. Is the US banking crisis ending? Or is it getting worse? It started with the Silicon Valley Bank. We told you about it. It was the first American bank to collapse this year, the Silicon Valley Bank. Then another bank fell, the Signature Bank in New York. Days later, First Republic shot into headlines. This was in the month of March. The bank had lost some $100 billion. There were mass withdrawals. Depositors began to flee. And now this bank is being bought. It's quite a dramatic story, in fact. First Republic is into private banking. It mostly serves the wealthy. The bank was started in 1985 with less than 10 employees. By July 2020, it was the 14th largest bank in the US. It had 80 offices, 80, 80 offices in seven American states and a staff of more than 7,200 people. It looked like a solid bank until crisis hit and it began to crumble. For perspective, look at these numbers. In January 2022, that is last year, one share of First Republic was trading at $200. In April 2023, this year, last month, one share was down to less than $5. So from $200 to less than $5, that's a fall of over 95%. And it's not like the bank did not try to avert the crisis. In the last few months, it tried to cut costs and sell assets. It decided to fire 25% of its staff to lower the amount of outstanding loans and curb non-essential activities. Plus, it got a rescue package, the $30 billion I told you about. 11 banks gave this money in the form of deposits to First Republic, but it seems none of it was enough. And last week, the regulators took a call. They were going to take over the bank, and this weekend, they pulled the trigger. After hectic activity, a buyer has been found. It will be JP Morgan. It will take over most of the assets of First Republic. This includes more than $100 billion in deposits and almost $230 billion in other assets. This includes loans and different kinds of securities. And with that, another messy bank takeover in America is now complete, which brings us to the next question. Is the banking crisis now over? Or is it just beginning? Is it getting worse from here? Honestly, it's hard to say, but here's something that we can say for sure. This crisis was avoidable and the blame for it should go to America's central bank, the US Federal Reserve. It failed to act. And these are not my words. This is an admission from the central bank itself. They have released a report, an assessment of the Fed's response to the crisis. And this report highlights some clear shortcomings. It says there was a lack of oversight and U.S. officials failed to anticipate the threat. In fact, let me quote from that report. Federal Reserve supervisors failed to take forceful enough action. SVB's failure, that's Silicon Valley Bank, its failure demonstrates that there are weaknesses in regulation and supervision that must be addressed. Supervisors did not fully appreciate the extent of the vulnerabilities as Silicon Valley Bank grew in size and complexity. When supervisors did identify vulnerabilities, they did not take sufficient steps to ensure that Silicon Valley Bank fixed those problems quickly enough. So they're talking about Silicon Valley Bank, but it applies to the larger banking crisis in America. The Federal Reserve issued its long-awaited report on the cause of the Silicon Valley Bank failure. And while it put the, um, the failure squarely in the hands of management and its board for failing to oversee a safe and sound business plan, uh, the Fed did put some heat on itself that its own bank regulators did not respond quickly enough and forcefully enough to conditions on the ground. So the US Central Bank messed up and bankers around the world paid a price for this. You may remember these headlines. This was right after the collapse of Silicon Valley. Global banks lost $459 billion. Financial stocks took a nosedive. The crisis traveled as far as Europe. It claimed the Swiss banking giant. Credit Suisse was taken over by rival UBS and it brought back memories of 2008. The global financial crisis of 2008, of course, 
It was much worse than what we've seen right now, but it confirms our worst fears. When America sneezes, the world catches a cold. When American financial system makes a mistake, the world foots the bill for it. For a dope, not only is it illegal, but as News Channel 5's Chris Conti found out, those who use it for a high are doing some incredibly stupid things. It's all new at 6. 16-year-old Kanan Johnson was hoping for a quiet Christmas break. I'm crazy. He did not get his wish. We were making cookies and he just came in the side door. Two weeks ago, officials say Danny Hollis walked into his family's farmhouse in Lawrenceburg. He came over here and got a drink of water and then he was like mumbling around and stuff. Hollis then removed a knife from the butcher block and cut his throat. And my mom was like, you're bleeding on all of our stuff. Like, can you not? From there, an all-out ransacking began. First, he threw a dresser down the stairs. From the stairs and threw it and hit the wall and busted it. Then, jumped out a second-story window, landing on a gazebo, breaking his neck. Danny Hollis, though, wasn't done. And then one of our friends pulled in the driveway because we're making cookies. And so we're like, get out of here, get out of here. At one point, Danny Hollis left the house through the front door and started chasing after the family down the street. By the time deputies got here, Danny was up in this tree completely naked. And as deputies were trying to tase him, he was throwing fecal matter at them back onto the ground. What's going through your mind? This is crazy. It was like a movie. So it just took us all by surprise. Undercover officer Zach Ferguson wasn't just shocked by what Danny Hollis did. We call it wall spray dough. He also can't believe what Danny Hollis took that caused him to go crazy. Uh, they can make it look like crystal meth. Wasp spray dope is essentially crystallized wasp spray cut with meth. It's dangerous and easy to make. But it seems to be spreading rapidly. Officer Ferguson is worried people are getting meth laced with wasp spray and not knowing it. I mean, you can imagine what it would do to the human body. When you see what it did to this guy, can you believe that anyone would want to take this drug? No. Never. Kanan Johnson was hoping for a quiet Christmas break. Whoa, now what's happening with y'all out there, man? Check this out. Mm, mm, mm. Here we go again. Man, I'm going to start this shit off right here. Where's those horses and those whips y'all had when them Haitian migrants was at that motherfucking border? Can somebody please tell me that? Because when they was at that border, y'all ain't had no problem doing the do on them and getting y'all private planes and sending them back to their country and doing them full dirty. But let's switch the gears. Say, man, y'all people, y'all better keep your eyes on the motherfucking swivel. Because right now, this shit is a big distraction. When I say big, it's a big distraction going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Those folk coming through that border, <laughs> bro, all them motherfuckers ain't here to seek asylum and, and try to get them a motherfucking job and, and, and better their life. This shit coming through that border right now, ready to destroy something. From the within, I'm telling you, man, this motherfucking Biden to sit here and let this shit go on. This is crazy to me. This is crazy. If y'all sitting up with the Democratic Party, man, and y'all vote for these motherfuckers, man, and y'all y'all think this is the best, the best person to run the country, y'all got to be smoking dope, man. This dude running this bitch in the ground, I'm telling you. It's getting to the point, man, people got to stack their money and try to move up out this motherfucker because this, it's getting bad over here. I'm telling you. You let all these folks come in, but you said we motherfucking broke. You said we broke. It ain't no money. We getting ready to push a recession. Look at the dead ceiling. You can't even come up with a motherfucking plan for that. All the money is going out the door fighting goddamn Ukraine in a war. Now you got all this at your door stuff. Look at the goddamn groceries. Ain't nobody, you can't afford nothing. So with all these people up in there, how in the fuck are you going to eat? Man, I'm trying to tell you. This shit is political. They trying, they trying, they trying to motherfucking goddamn stay in that beat. They trying to go to a one party. That's what it looked like the Democrats trying to pull to me. Say, man. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers, man. Look at here, boy. There's some trouble lurking around here, man. There's some real deal trouble lurking, lurking through the United States right now. And it's finna get bad. 
Like I always say, boy, 2023, this bitch gonna be something like you never seen before. Man, y'all stay up out there and get it out the mud. The cobalt that's being mined in the Congo is in every single lithium-ion rechargeable battery manufactured in the world today. I've been doing research on slavery and child labor for about 20 years, uh, traveling all around the world, documenting slaves and child laborers, human trafficking. And this came across my radar maybe seven years ago. So I started planning and I took my first trip back in 2018. The things I saw there were so appalling and urgent. I thought people need to know about this. I need to write a book. And I just kept going back. The reason this is important throughout the whole history of slavery, I mean, I'm going back centuries, never in human history has there been more suffering that generated more profit and was linked to the lives of more people around the world ever ever in history what's happening in the Congo right now and the reason I say that is this we can't function without cobalt and three-fourths of the supply is coming out of the Congo by and large the world doesn't know what's happening in the Congo Roger Stone says there's a demonic portal on top of the White House that he did not open it magically appeared after Biden became president now, he's desperately trying to get to the White House in order to return home. He didn't add that last part. I, I put that last part in. But here it is. When, when you're talking about the supernatural, there are a lot of people that go, oh, I don't know, that sounds sounds weird to me. You were talking about something extraordinary, um, and, and I'd just love you to touch on, on that subject because sure. it's it's at least very interesting. I think that there has that, that a, a portal, a demonic portal, opened above the White House around the time that the Bidens moved in. Uh, this was brought to my attention by a, a Christian who lives in North Florida who sent me a bunch of photographs uh, and a bunch of documents and also some notations in the, in the, in the Bible about portals. Uh, and I was like, okay, sure. Uh, okay, appreciate it. Thank well, you. Well, I mean, you should start out by being right. skeptical. I was saying extremely that sound, skeptical. That sounds insane to me. Exactly what I uh, But please continue. So I was skeptical about it. Um, but I looked at the photos and I and you, you can also, there's a live cam where you can actually see in real time and there does appear to be something, you know, above the White House. Something, something was, inexplicable. Well, at first you say, well, maybe it's a reflection or maybe it's a, an aerostat balloon. You know, maybe there's a logical, so I, I called the police officer. Concern over an unauthorized aircraft in restricted airspace triggered some very tense moments here in Washington earlier today with the White House going on full lockdown. Our aviation correspondent Renee Marsh is here with details. Renee, I understand now officials believe it could have been a flock of birds? Yeah, you know what, it's funny, the Capitol Hill police saying that it was a slow moving blob of something. In other words, even at this hour, there's still a lot of uncertainty around what sparked this, as you said, lockdown of the White House. Uh, the Capitol earlier this morning, it went into restrictive access. Uh, military jets were scrambled. Uh, so there was this frenzy because they believe there was some sort of aircraft in restricted airspace. You can see the uh, Secret Service presence there, as well as Capitol Hill Police. They were looking for what was in this restricted airspace. For people who don't know, the airspace in Washington, D.C. is some of the most restricted airspace in the entire country. Well, hours after this all unfolded, uh, they found nothing. They found no aircraft. Um, Capitol Hill police saying they saw something on their radar. They are not quite sure what it was. An official at the White House thought perhaps it might have been a drone, but the military saying, look, when we went up, uh, we saw nothing in the sky. So there is this mystery this evening. Uh, they believe, Wolf, that this was indeed a flock of birds and people at home may be wondering, how is that possible? Quickly, we wanna show you an old radar. You see those arrows there? That is essentially what a flock of birds kind of looks like on a radar. So that's how the mistake came. I was watching CNN. It brought back some scary memories when I heard about that lockdown. Who owns the Federal Reserve? Who are the main shareholders? Right now, Donald Trump. But that's post-legislation. That's decision maker. That's like you, decision. I'm talking about. There is an answer to this question. There is truly an answer to this question, and boy, I'll be waiting for the hate mail. When I worked at the Dallas Federal Reserve, my email address ended in .org. There are, there are banks that own the 12 district Federal Reserve banks, are owned by banks in the sense that they, they get paid a dividend from what the district banks make. 
6%. And then whatever money the bank has, if it's a district bank, whether it be San Francisco or Dallas or Atlanta, then they have to pay the operating costs to operate an individual district bank. And after that, every single penny that is remaining is remitted to the U.S. Treasury. That is why my email address ended in .org, not .com, because we were a quasi-private-public enterprise. Jay Powell's email address ends in .gov. The Federal Reserve Board in Washington, D.C. is a bona fide, formal, federal agency that is not owned by the banks. There's a gray area. There's a gray area, and this is, this is up for everybody in tin hats. Here you go. Let's plow it down the middle. The government employees have permanent votes on the Federal Open Market Committee. The district bank presidents rotate in every few years. They do not have a permanent vote on the Federal Open Market Committee, so they have less power. The Federal Reserve Bank of New York, however, the president of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York is also the vice chairman of the Federal Open Market Committee. He has a permanent vote. The only one of the districts who has a permanent vote on the Federal Open Market Committee and has the quasi-public-private ownership, which brings in the banks that sit on the board that you're getting to. So there is a gray area there. And the New York Fed does have extraordinary power compared to any other district. And that power over the years and prior to the crisis was corrupted, which is documented. And the reforms that should have been made subsequent to the crisis have not been. And if you want to get angry about something, get angry about that. But understand that the bulk of the power seat is a government agency or the Treasury would not have been able to step in like it has. Reason Madoff's Ponzi scheme fell apart was not because the regulators put him out of business. The 2008 financial crisis put him out of business. Now, ironically, that was also caused by government. So the only way the government put an end to the Madoff Ponzi scheme was by creating the 2008 financial crisis. Now, what happened was the financial crisis was so bad and the stock market dropped so much that a lot of Bernie Madoff's customers needed their money back. Now, of course, Madoff didn't report any losses because he didn't have any real trades. He was actually reporting profits while everybody else was reporting huge losses. And so a lot of Madoff's clients needed money. And so the only account they had that went up was Bernie's. And so they tried to withdraw some money. Of course, they got all these people wanting to withdraw money, but nobody wanted to put any money in because everybody was losing so much money. And so that's when the Ponzi scheme fell apart because they couldn't get any new investors to pay off the old investors. Well, that is exactly where we are with the national debt. And that's what Janet Yellen admitted. Janet Yellen said, if we do not raise the debt ceiling, meaning if we can't borrow new money, then we can't pay back any of the investors who already loaned us money. In other words, the only way America can repay its bills is by borrowing more money from new investors so we can pay off the old investors. That is the exact definition of a Ponzi scheme. The only difference is this Ponzi scheme is being run out in the open by the U.S. government and Bernie Madoff's was a privately run scheme that was being run in secret. But just like Madoff's scheme collapsed, this scheme will eventually collapse. And the way it will collapse is the lenders won't want to lend anymore. When they recognize that it's a Ponzi and they realize the only way they're going to get repaid is with inflated money because the federal government is going to have to print money because there's no way to actually repay through legitimate taxation, then nobody is going to want to buy U.S. Treasuries. And so the only buyer left will be the lender of last resort, and that's the Federal Reserve. But when 100% of the debts are being monetized by the Fed, in fact, not just the new debt, but all of the maturing debt needs to be monetized by the Federal Reserve because everybody else wants to take their money and run. Nobody who owns treasuries wants to roll them over. They just want to get their cash while they can and get out of Dodge. Then you don't just have an inflation problem, you have a hyperinflation problem. Reason Madoff's Ponzi scheme fell apart. See, uh, when he was talking about this, 
I was thinking about the McDonald's franchise. How McDonald's, you buy a McDonald's franchise, and then you got to go with their stuff and stuff like that. That's how I'm looking at the bank. How, and then the bank, I looking at, at the bank at that's that way. They done co-signed them to do this, and they got to pay them X amount of money, and then they put their money in the Federal Reserve, and they work, and they working really for the Federal Reserve, boy. And you know all this scam that they got going on, fam, and we the one paying the price for it. When we gonna tired of being fooled? Here goes some more scam they got for you, y'all. Let's analyze. By the way, FOMC, what does that stand for? Federal Open Market Committee. And who's on that? So that consists of all of the members of the Board of Governors, which there can be seven, but there are currently five. Those are nominated by the President, confirmed by the Senate, and all 12 of the Reserve Bank presidents around the country, who are actually chosen by their boards of directors, subject to the approval of the board. Have you thought of a better acronym? Because FOMC is hard to say. Can you get some other acronym for that? Or You know, we actually, we may have to hire a branding consultant and, okay. and, and get some better thinking on that. But we, for us, it's, uh, you know, it's a very basic acronym. All right, last... Yesterday, uh, the Fed uh, released the <clears throat> minutes of your last FOMC meeting. Mm -hmm. Now, you release your minutes uh, not the day after the meeting. Why don't you release your minutes the day after a meeting? We release a statement which summarizes the decision and the language is very carefully structured to express the rationale for the decision. And then we actually go back and read the transcript very You hear what he said about the language. They sit up here and put language in their wordplay so it can sound sweet to your ears, but it's the devil's sword. You got to realize this, fam. That's analyzed. Carefully, we accumulate the perspectives offered by 17 different members, and it takes sort of three weeks to go through that process, and we publish the minutes. We used to publish them you know, with a couple of month delay, now we publish them with a three week delay. So they're meant to amplify what's what's in the decision. Okay, in those meeting, the minute meetings, um, it, it said that there was fair debate about whether you should increase interest rates, the Fed funds rates or not, um, but the opinion was unanimous. So um, was it fair to say that it was the united view of the FOMC that you should increase interest rates when it turns out that the debate was more divided than maybe the vote was? You know, so I would say one of the great things about our system is that we, we really have institutionalized diversity of perspectives. Twelve different Reserve Bank presidents, each of whom has his or her own, own economic staff, and they come in and so at every meeting we have a robust discussion, debate, and often disagreement over the path of policy, and I, I personally think that's a great way to reach a better decision. So in the end, people have to choose to, to vote with the proposal or not. In this case, everyone voted for it, although there were disparate views expressed at the meeting, as and, the minutes reflect. And when people don't vote for the proposal, it's, it's recorded that they didn't vote for it, is that That's right? right? They dissent, and they'll often issue a, uh, you know, a statement of why they dissented, and they'll explain themselves. The whole thing, explain yourself carefully to the public and transparently, and uh, we try to put all of that out on the record for people to see. 95% of the dollars in the world were created by lending them into existence. So most people have this idea that dollars are just kind of a green piece of paper and you take your green pieces of paper that you digitally get with your paycheck and deposit it at the bank and then the bank kind of puts that in a vault and stores it for you until you need it. But what they need to understand is again, 95% of those dollars were not green pieces of paper. They were lent into existence by a bank extending credit. And therefore, those dollars are a liability of a bank. So if your listeners have an account with uh, Wells Fargo or Chase, uh, B of A, something like that, then, and what the depositors found out very quickly with Silicon Valley Bank, by the way, is that those dollars, which they considered assets, you know, you got $100,000 in your account, that's your asset, but that was a liability of a bank. They weren't putting it in a vault, they were actually taking your money and they were lending it out and you just had to trust that that bank was gonna pay you back. So I, I, why I want to start there is because I have really been pounding the table that the thing people should really be worried about as far as a central bank digital currency 
isn't necessarily a competing currency to the dollar. It's not necessarily a Fed coin or the you know Janet Yellen coming out and saying, okay, now we're going to start using this uh, CBDC. So whether you guys like it or not, we're just going to force you guys to use this and ban cash. But what a CBDC really is, when you look at the mechanics and the financial plumbing, it's just the individual taking their account that they now have with Wells Fargo, that's a liability of Wells Fargo, and simply moving it to the Federal Reserve. This is what we really need to push back against, assuming uh, that you value freedom, liberty, free market capitalism, and especially your privacy. Because all those Orwellian things that we have heard of that we don't want to come to fruition, uh, those cannot happen unless your dollars are on the uh, Fed's balance sheet, or said another way, that your dollars are a liability of the Federal Reserve, that your bank goes from being Wells Fargo to uh, Jerome Powell and the FOMC. <laughs> and fortunately, the good news is that is currently illegal. Uh, the Fed admits that it is illegal for them to have an account or an individual in the real economy. So as long as we make sure that they uh, don't change that law and they don't break that law, uh, it, it's going to be very difficult, if not impossible, for them to implement uh, what is really a central bank digital currency. Nine I'm about to get on their ass this time. I'm about to get on their wrong. The police could kill a man on camera and get qualified immunity. And I'm tired of beefing with my own kind. I'm trying to find some unity. Tired of the foolery. The system abusing me. I got to ride with the tool of me. This shit ain't cool to me. But I'll be damned if I let you niggas make a fool of me. So I keep two on me. Uh, I done came a long way from the block with breakdowns. Finally opened my eyes when I had my daughter. Got tired of them shakedowns. The way I survived the game is still pain in my heart. I got a lot to say now. And I'ma show my whole ass on these motherfuckers. I ain't about to play around. Whatever happened to freedom of speech? Cause they telling niggas what to say now. When guilty the ass to want to hear the truth, try to act defend the shit pitiful. If I was you, I'd be miserable. This war we fighting is spiritual. In other words, I'm doing God's work when I turn thoughts into artwork. My words fly like darts work, specifically designed to hit the target. They don't even want to teach history the way it's meant to be because the shit is heartless. I might not change the world, but it's a chance I can spark the brain that's gonna get it started. Many die for me to walk like this, for me to talk like this, but the peace to Marcus. Uh, got my eyes behind the scope, and I ain't taking number here, shot. I got great aim, but my four five still came with a red dot. I got in this game, and I put this bitch in the headlock.